Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. We appreciate you being here today. Today, as we do every Friday, we bring in our financial Phil Ossifer. That would be Philip Washington Jr. He is the Chief Investment Officer with Stonehill Wealth Management. Today, we are talking about how do interest rates affect my investments? Do they or do they not? Check it out. Here's another 10-minute nugget of information. Now you mentioned on your on your podcast, uh, wealth building made simple. You uh, teased the fact that Tuesday is Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras. You take the day off. What what does Philip Washington Jr. traditionally do on Fat Tuesday? Take take the day off, and we find a place to go have some uh, sidecars and nice food, and you know for for lunch, and then in the evening uh, we go out and do the same thing. Yeah. Probably will be in you know at a spot in the neighborhood. A little year. gumbo, a little jambalaya. Y- you know what? Wearing beads and a mask. We, I might. I'm, we might actually make some gumbo. There yeah. you go. Yeah, we we definitely gonna get it at the restaurant we go to, but okay. might make some at home too. Today we are talking about how do interest rates affect my investments, and and I gave this uh, gave this actually a subtitle. See if you like this. Um, how to align with Miss Market. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So this came, and to the listeners, we uh, 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 Philip records his podcast right here in, in the studio, and then we take that information from that podcast and we run it into the Consumer Advice Series. So I, I, I kind of know what he's going to talk about, but, um, and you gave the name a gender, or you gave the market a gender, a miss, and, and so first of all, why? Yeah, so Warren Buffett, who's an amazing teacher of investments, one of my early teachers of investments, he, he I, I didn't make it up, he had Mr. Market. And so I figured, well, you know, since that was the 1900, you know, 1900s, like my kids say, back in the 1900s, right? And we used <laughs> males to describe concepts. I was like, well, now it's 2000s, we can use Miss Market. Yeah. Right? So it just, that was, that was the reason. All right, let's tee it up. Yeah. How, uh, how do interest rates affect my investments so, so um the simple version is it, it when, when we talk about interest rates we're talking about miss market's interest in saving uh and saving yeah and saving and, and basically like a savings account i'm gonna keep it super simple on this one um so uh, uh and the the other so and everything has like a polarization right so um, think of like on one end of a seesaw, uh, Miss Market's interest in saving an interest rate in, in a savings account, and on the other end of the seesaw is Miss Market wanting to save in what I call investment grade assets or assets that that support the economy. So real estate, stocks, crypto, all those things. And so, like over the long term, there's balance of savings going consistently into assets to finance the economy, but in the short term, they kind of wobble based on what's going on with short-term interest rates. Okay. And so and so uh, if Ms. Market is more interested in saving uh, than she is investing over the long term, then interest rates go up because that means uh, there's a bigger demand or you have a bunch of market participants l- looking for finite dollars and so the bidding war comes, uh, 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 which pushes up, you know, interest rates because everybody wants dollars. And so 
you know, the banks are saying, hey, we'll pay more interest to get more dollars because like, right, because the system wants more dollars. Right. And you had mentioned on on your podcast about the the roller coaster effect that when you mm-hmm. get into a, um, uh, a an investment early, uh, it may have the ups and downs, ups and downs until it levels off or it balances. Yep, we talked about the the maturing process of the market. So I'll, I'll walk you through like a market cycle to talk about the maturing process of a market, which there's like long term forever maturing cycle. There's like long term. 100-year maturity cycles, there's 50-year maturity cycles, and there's like the, you know, the the normal business life cycle, which is five to 10 years, right? So I'm going to talk about a, I'm going to, I'm going to walk through like 2000 and walk you through Miss Market's uh, relationship to interest rates and investment-grade assets to make it make sense. And so like uh, 2000 was the end of the uh, dot-com boom, where yep. a lot of dollars a lot of dollars uh, were lost in a speculative bubble. And so there became a, a, a shortage of dollars. So everybody scrambled to grab dollars, uh, which caused interest rates to rise. But, but when that happens, the government is competing. The government has bills. And so when short-term interest rates rise, that affects their ability to pay their bills in the short term because most businesses and governments pay on a buy now, pay later scheme which means there's gaps in cash needed to pay bills in the short term. And so the government can't compete with the private market, so they had to send in the central banker, uh, the Federal Reserve, to say, hey, lower interest rates so that we can borrow and pay our bills. Right. So, so that's, that's why you saw after the dot-com crash, um, interest rates uh, began to go down um, um, uh, you know, over time. And so what this, what this ended up doing is, once Miss Market realizes that she's not earning any interest on her savings, it pushes her to the other end of the seesaw, over to investment assets, investment grade assets, um, and so then we had the that that created the real estate boom, right? And so right. then, so then, what ends up happening is in the maturity process, right? You, your emotions are swinging, so it went from uh, being way too conservative after the dot com crash and everybody's going after cash to way too aggressive into real estate and, and then that then that blew up and then people realized oh shortage of dollars again and then they ran back to cash right in 2008 crash right and then government stepped in helped rates stop going up because they couldn't borrow money push rates down this market said all right i'm not getting paid on savings again ran back up and, and, and over the last decade or so we've had but we had the blow up of the china economy in 2014-15 that that was a bubble, oil and gas, also a bubble around the same time. We had uh, uh, what is it, the biotech boom, right? We had the crypto boom, and so we keep having bubbles because th- the government keeps artificially lowering the interest rate, which pushes Miss Market out the risk curve. Yeah. Um, over time, and so interest rates, you know, have a big effect on the psychology of the market. Uh, yeah. Okay. So interest interest rates do have an effect. On investments, is there a way that the consumer out there can protect themselves with as rates go up or as rates go down? Yep. So the same same way that we do, uh, you know, I like to use the mismarket market analogy because it 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 humanizes it and makes it less of this amorphic thing. Um, and, and so the same way that we uh, work with in real life with humans, like if if we're around somebody who's who we love who's depressed, yeah, right. 
the best thing we can do is have faith in them. We don't we don't give into their depression. We don't beat them up when they're down, right? We build them up by having faith in who we know them to truly be. Uh, how that applies to the market is when the market is depressed and you have a understanding of what the future is going to be, right? Meaning, first thing, the future of humans is undefeated. We always evolve out of crises, right? But then the second thing is, um, like, what does the future likely look like 10 years from now? Well, look at the 20 and 30-year-olds. What are they like? Buy that stuff, right? And so so when the market is depressed, you have faith by buying the stuff that uh, corresponds to where the future is going. And then when Miss Market gets uh, uh, upset because she's being manipulated by artificially low rates and she goes out to uh, assets that are promising the biggest bag, right? She goes way too far on the spectrum, out of balance, where then you become the voice of reason, right? So when your friend is going too, wilding out too much, right, having too much fun, then you're like, you got to be the voice of reason. And you yeah. say, all right, rein it in some, right? And what that looks like is when everybody wants to invest their entire portfolio in crypto in 2017, because it's the get rich quick scheme, you say, I'm going to, I'm going to stay balanced and diversified. I'm going to like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to own some, but I'm not going to like make a big bet on something that is, uh, speculative, new, speculative, right? Yeah. yeah. So you, you maintain a balanced approach. That's how you do it. You, because, because just like in real life, the most mature person in the room or an organization becomes the leader. And so when you lead the market or get ahead of the market, the market will eventually be attracted to you. It's, it's because the market over time matures. The, in, as a as a as a collective participant, right? You can participate, or you can individually participate and say, "I'm not going to go with this group think. I'm going to like mature past the group. I'm going to wait for the group to catch up." And that's how you make money in a market by being the most mature. See that? Okay. So the quote again is: "The most mature person in the room is the leader." I think that's what I said. You know, I just be saying things. Steve. Oh, now we're going to have to go back and play that. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I pulled a quote from you last week. Yeah, and that I, was, I, yeah, that was that. that I, I actually, I'm glad you did because I, I used that again on, on, on a reel. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it felt good. Whatever I said, I just don't remember the exact wording. You'd mentioned the uh, uh, short and and slightly longer uh, ways also to protect of having a a cash cushion, uh, having a list of your five year expenses, your ten year investment horizon. Um, mm-hmm. these are pretty practical tips for, uh, for consumers. I, I, yeah. I'll list them real quick is have enough short-term cash for emergencies. Think about things you got to, you need cash for in the next three to five years. Maybe it's a wedding, down payment, a home, start a business, have the, have the cash for that regardless of interest rates. Cause it gives you a stable foundation and then have a, at least a 10 year investment horizon, um, for your investments. Um, and, and, and that for the most part will give you a balanced approach, um, um, from an investment standpoint, you got cash cushion, but you're investing for the long term. And so like, you're good. Balanced. Balance. Like yoga for finances. Like yoga for finances. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a quote right there. <laughs> yoga for finance. If someone wanted to reach out to Philip Washington Jr. to maybe uh, do a little yoga with their finances, uh, how can they reach out to you? Stonehillwealthmanagement.com. StonehillWealthManagement.com. That's Philip Washington Jr. He, we, we do this every Friday. And uh, what do they say? Uh, Les Tom uh, Rosé Roulet. Uh, my wife is better at that than let, let, let the good times roll. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that thing. <laughs>
<laughs> Have a good time on Tuesday, and uh, we'll do this again next week. See you next week. Thanks. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.